Hi, this is Steve from Sweet Child of Time. Before the show starts, I wanted to let you know how we do the show. It all starts with Zencaster. I send the link out to my co-hosts. We all get on screen together. We can all see each other just fine. It's a great, easy, nice connection. Uh, everybody records locally on their microphones, which means that if their Wi-Fi cuts in or out, or if the conversation drops sometimes, which is pretty common in podcasting when you're on screen on a Zoom call, Zencaster records everything perfectly. So in the final edit, when they send me their file or when I download their file, everything is there. That cutout is not there. So it works great when you're editing. Zencaster makes it really easy to edit your podcast as well. You can just go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use my promo code Sweet Child of Time and get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. If you want to have the same easy experience that I do for all of my podcasting needs, then choose Zencaster. It's time to share your story. Hello there, and welcome to Sweet Shot of Time. I'm your host, Steve Barnes, and today is the Chicago edition. Uh, in addition to that, I'm going to be updating everybody on Wheel of Time Season 3 production. I also have a game for my co-hosts and for the listeners to play along if you'd like. Uh, this is episode 98, so the countdown to episode 100 is upon us. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and bring in my co-hosts here. First, you know him as the original Sweet Child from Marshland Media Podcast. He's a host of many of those over at MLMPod.com. It's James McCollum. Ahoy there, James. Ahoy, and it's not episode 98, it's episode 98. Oh, thank you for that, James. Oh, I turned it off completely. That was a mistake. Uh -oh. oh, boo. Podcast error. You started, or I guess in post, you can keep it going for our boy over here. <laughs> oh, that will be like a little challenge for me. I've never done that before. Well, let me bring in my other co-host, too, so we can all start talking. You know him from as being the host of This Movie's Gay and from his Twitch channel. It's Corwin. Ahoy there, Corwin. Ahoy there. Doot, doot. <laughs> Pretty soon, Corwin, you might be stepping up to be uh, first mate because you know that you and I are going to be talking Wheel of Time spoilers in the future, and we got to leave James behind on those discussions. Um, James just needs to do what I did and read books in like two, three months. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. But then I'll be able to bring in when season three starts or whenever Steve is available. I need to just say like, oh, Steve's not a part of this. I'm going to be streaming the Wheel of Time video game. I've been waiting for you to like send me a link to invite me. To, that ball's you in your court, just, buddy. No, you Wait, need to there's just there's a Wheel of Time video game? Yeah, it's a first-person action RPG. The James, way I'm going to be looking this up right now. Don't. Well, you need to, you need to be present, but Steve, you need to just tell me like, hey, I'm available these days. Pick one. I thought I've already done that. I've been waiting for you to invite me, James. So now that I know Tate. this, I'm, gonna, I'm knocking on your door. Okay, please. <laughs> yeah, because every time I see you starting sucks. up a new stream for for Kirby or for some other stuff, I'm like, what about Wheel of Time, James? Come on, buddy. Well, that's that's. I don't know if you're avails. <laughs> that's right. We'll get it. Um, Corwin, have you been doing any Twitch streaming lately? I have not done a damn stream in so long. <laughs> I'll get back to it, though. I'll get back to it. I keep saying that about 
literally streaming and this movie's gay i'm like oh i'll get back to it it'll we'll we'll get there um, you're on episode start... 95 of this movie's gay you're so close to being at your 100 uh-huh. we have to like we <laughs> we can't let it leave at 95 Wait, I've already pitched this to R2 Shelby, two of the ROM complex. I'm like, let's just do Chasing Amy on the ROM complex in June because I don't think we're ever going to get a, get to it on this movie's gay. <laughs> we're going to get to it. We'll okay. get to it. Was that going to be, what was our, well, we could talk about it after. We don't want to spoil the viewers, the listeners with possibilities i think the hundredth was where we were finally just gonna watch pornography (laughs) (laughs) this movie's definitely gay i can tell (laughs) but can you tell are they just are they just for pay or are they really enjoying this good question good question well for my 100th sweet child of time which is coming up soon i've already got a guest in mind um so for the 100th of this movie's gay if y'all need a special, special guest, um, you know, certain someone is pretty much always available. I'll be sending my avails to James later. So y'all just clue me into that. Uh, so you'll you'll hook us up with the guest for your hundred. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Always in, always buried uh, in production. Oh, Jesus. So uh, <laughs> I wanted to start out with uh, with some serious stuff, guys. Can I get to my Wheel of Time Season 3 update? Uh, Corwin, real quick, like, would you describe me as, like, gaggy? Define gaggy. Like, gaggy. You know the slam gaggy? Am I, I like, don't know gaggy? that. No, I don't either. No, Whoa, you don't? I only ever hear, like... like are you gagging? Yeah, am I gaggy? Like, are you causing you know? gagging? Yeah, no. am I gaggy? I'm not? No. No. <laughs> are you just begging for something for me to cut out of the podcast? Is that what you're doing, James? No, gaggy means, and gagging means, like, you have a strong, like, desire for, like, something gives you a strong desire. So okay, like my mind went very dirty. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm not saying, like, hey, guys, <laughs> just shove things in. Because famously, I don't have a gag reflex. No, famously, I have a hardcore one. <laughs> the same, same okay. here. <laughs> we all do. No but comment. No, but nobody's gagging <laughs> when they're watching season three of Wheel of Time because they're loving it. Nobody's sick of this stuff yet. So I'm going to barrel right on through. Yeah. Um, production has just recently wrapped up there <gasps> in the Czech Republic, uh, but not all filming is complete. I was under the impression that filming production had wrapped 100%. And then when I did my research for this podcast just today, I found out just today that they began filming in Cape Horn, South Africa. So they're still filming over there. They're not done filming yet. They're just switching locations. But um, which makes sense because I've been seeing posts of Josh Stradowski and whoever, what's her name that plays Egwene? I should have my notes in front of me, but I don't. Um, Some pictures of them playing around in some beautiful stream somewhere in South Africa. They're having fun. Um, This is for Corwin probably more so than James, but some confirmed characters coming up in season three that we're going to be meeting for the first time. A big one, Lord Luke is going to be making an appearance. And so I know he's going to be a potential of regular character throughout the series. Once he makes his appearance and Sin Bui, everybody's favorite, um, drunk old crotchety man 
And it's like, is he going to be a dark friend? I don't know, but he's not going to be very pleasant. I know that much. And then we got Will Alcine and Jack Alcine. They're going to be uh, playing a couple roles for us. So with these characters, it's obvious we're going back to the two rivers. So we're going to be going back home for season three. Dang. It feels like that's a little early to be doing that. I feel like there was more things that happened before uh, that venture. And there's someone that you didn't mention that I was messaging you about while reading. Okay. Uh, that was active in the books in that time. Um, that wasn't on that list. Who is that? Do you remember? The one I hate. <laughs> Wait, I'm not following. I'm so sorry. Fail. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I did. I actually didn't see her. She's got to be coming up any second now. I didn't see her name. I mean, I'm going to tell you everybody that I know, and she is not one of them. You're absolutely right. That's very odd. Um, but I'm with Corwin. Fail is a fail. She is. She stinks. <laughs> She's terrible. <laughs> I hate she her made, so much. She made a fantastic first impression on me. So because of that, I'm always going to kind of be endeared to her just slightly. I'm sorry, but it's just, that's just the way it is. Good first impressions mean everything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> season three, episode seven is going to be entitled Golden Eyes. So I think that kind of makes sense with our um, going back to Two Rivers. Um, yes. Knowing that. And, okay, don't get excited, James. <laughs> this is not the Dave Hill uh, from from comedy, but the Dave Hill, who is a writer for Game of Thrones, is also going to be writing on season three. And he's going to be writing that episode, Golden Eyes. And he also wrote the great episodes, The Dragon Reborn, which was from season one, episode four, and then Daughter of the Night, which was season two, episode four, which was a big uh, land fear episode so dave hill's got the got the goods for this stuff uh yeah any comments from the peanut gallery so far uh just that we're missing your favorite character um <laughs> don't know where she is she should be there by now we'll now see what right. happens well rand is heading over to aiel land it's obvious because this mm -hmm. whole this season's supposed to be based on the shadow rising and that's where rand goes and um it looks like Bane and Chiad are going to be featured in pretty much every episode of season three. So it's, a, you know, we'll be seeing a lot of Aiel from now on, which is great. I mean, now that they've been introduced, they're like uh, just another culture with the rest of them. Uh, which let's see. Hmm? We, we know he's going to Aiel, Aiel land or idea land, as Nicole would say, because also being cast is Julianne Moore, Karen Gillum, Jessica Chastain, Mm -hmm. uh, Sadie Sink, Bryce Dallas Howard, <laughs> Nicole He's just Kidman. naming every redhead yeah. in Hollywood. <laughs> Amy Adams, <laughs> Ilsa Fisher. They're all in there. <laughs> Orphan but Annie. Wouldn't that be like, that would be amazing though. If it we were be. just watching and then Julianne Moore just shows up. Yeah. It's like, whoa, hello. <laughs> Throw in some Sigourney Weaver and some, uh, yeah, some Sigourney Weaver. Throw her in there. You're right hey, up her alley, I feel. The one that I got excited about that showed up in season three, we're joking, but for real, Olivia Williams is going to join the cast as probably Queen Morgays. It looks like that's who she's going to be. And if y'all don't know who she is, she is the uh, she was the love interest in um, Rushmore. Did y'all see Rushmore? Wes no. Anderson. Uh, how about Sixth Sense? 
the crown. Oh, I've seen Six Sense. Six Sense. She was um she was the uh the mother in the Sixth Sense, and she's also in Dune. She's in the Crown as the Queen Elizabeth, and she's joining the cast season three. So there's our big heavy hitter right there. Um, um also the um the lady from the Expanse that's amazing that has an incredible voice. Who's that? Um, she's gonna be Alina. Okay, yeah. Do you know? Do you know uh, her name? I, I didn't um, catch that one. One, just give me vamp for a second, James. Come on, cover for oh, me. Oh, I can. Oh, I got plenty um, of material here to vamp. Oh no, James, he had something. Oh, no, no, you go. I was just gonna she, be like, <laughs> oh yeah, man, I love Olivia Williams in Dead Babies. <laughs> it's just the weirdest title that I saw in her filmography. <laughs> she plays. Um, she plays Christian Avasarala in. The Expanse. I'm going to show a picture of her on my little little webcam, if you can see her. Yeah, I totally know her. Okay. And everybody who's Googling right now can see her, too. And The Expanse, we tried episode one of that. We um didn't love it. Does it get better? Oh, it gets so good. Oh, she's incredible. She's a point of joy. I mean, she's very frustrating in that show sometimes um, because she's, like, a good guy, but not always, like... It, she's you know it's a political uh sci-fi thing um it just seems stuffy so, like, it seems stuffy to me and like it just didn't seem like it was going to be fun i guess it does i mean the first season is kind of i do get stuffy um it does get better um it gets it's really interesting um the directions they go and the conflicts they have uh, and then you've got characters that really, I feel like the characters breathe a lot of life into it. Um, and she is one of them. Uh, the lady that plays Christian, she just does such a good job. Bring it to wheel of time. Bring it on. Yeah. She's supposed to play, <laughs> um, you know, Elena, uh, the red I said, I sister that, uh, is very contentious in the books. So she should be great. Uh, that was the rumor I heard. I haven't fact-checked, so. We'll definitely be seeing more Joyous Sedai as well. She was like the um, the ball-headed uh, Aes Sedai that we saw a little bit of in season two. And I'm, right now, I'm, I'm currently reading The Shadow Rising, and she plays a pretty big part in that book. So I imagine she has to come back for season three to, um, to play those scenes that I'm referring to. Um, Episode one is going to be called To Race the Shadow, to race right into the Shadow Rising, I guess. Um, I have some un, like, um, unclear news about Ivan. He's the, um, he's the black warder that was a warder of Alana, if y'all remember yes. that guy. Okay. Yes. He signed up with a new talent agency, and he's got a whole lot of more work coming up for 2024 and 2025. Also on the docket is Wheel of Time season three, but there's he has not been spotted on scene. Um, so it's kind of unclear if he's even going to be in season three or even continue with Wheel of Time with all these other projects that he signed up with. But he hasn't been officially like let go. So I hope he comes back because I liked where mm -hmm. he was going with season two. Yeah, uh, Lana's warriors were very cool. I like them. Yeah, like, uh, nice, the nice trio. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, a new bad guy, Samuel, is going to be showing back up again because a leaked script is out there for Corwin if you want to um, 
Google leaked script Samuel because he's uh, he's in there talking to somebody um, and lots of key phrases and key things come up in that conversation in that script. I went ahead and read it, of course. What? <laughs> <laughs> and I would uh, be surprised in the moment. <laughs> I'm not going to read the leaks. <laughs> I mean, any kind of wheel of time, new stuff, I'm going to dive into it. I can't help it. There's That's six, fair. Yeah. There's six cast member interviews that I um, kind of wouldn't mind doing a future um, podcast with one or both of you guys, because they did long interviews with Marcus Rutherford, Kate Fleetwood, Ferris Fairs, Donald Finn, um, who plays, who was Donald Finn? Help me out, somebody. Uh, oh god that, I didn't write um, it down because I was like I'll remember who he is I don't need to write this down oh that's uh, Matt I'm sorry that's yeah, Matt it's uh, new, new Matt, Matt. Uh, Daniel Henney who's Lan and Sierra Coveney who is Elaine and I've seen like some clips of some of these interviews but I haven't like read the entire things I was kind of thinking I don't know it might be some, some future material that's all my new news I got for Wheel of Time guys Actually, I have a question related to Wheel of Time. Steve Barnes, did you did you up two dollars on Prime so you get it ad free? <laughs> I've done the opposite <laughs> of that, James. Like I've I've recently dropped a bunch of my subscriptions, like in the past mm -hmm. couple of weeks. So <laughs> I have so not just, done that. I'm so you're sorry. You're probably you're for... you're probably banking on me doing that because we share an account. Well, I was just you're. I was just asking for when we start watching Wheel of Time. And that's uh, oh, news about Amazon and all of that. That's why I asked. You're exactly right. Because, yeah, we were very dismayed by that, that we had to start watching commercials. Because we started watching another show. Um, I think it's Expats is what we started watching. And we got to watch a commercial every 15 minutes. We hate it. I'm sure that when season three starts up, at least for your sake, James, I will up it to a premium oh, <laughs> subscription you don't need to do that well there's i a, will want there's, to there's a rumor that they're putting together a class action lawsuit against amazon for yes. uh, adding the fee for ads because prime um has been advertised as oh. being ad free um and things like that so there's a rumor that a... that's happening so we'll see that doesn't help we'll though see. because a class action lawsuit will just if it goes through they'll pay everybody out Mm -hmm. and then they'll keep the subscription model the way it is. <laughs> like the payout will just be like a sorry, that's the way it is now kind of thing. Have they actually added the ads? I haven't watched anything on Amazon. Oh, great. It's, as soon as you turn it on, you got to watch an ad. And then before you watch your first show, you got to watch an ad. Corwin, remember when our old employer got a class action lawsuit and we got a bunch of money? No. Wait, what? <laughs> No. Oh, oh, because I don't think you were working there at the time we had uh, like another pay, like a way to clock in. They used like thumbprints. And I guess like that wasn't oh, kosher. Yeah, I, I oh. feel like I heard about that. Yeah. And we thing. I didn't hear I, about the class action. That's I got it. I only did that for maybe like half a year and I got a nice and like some the person <laughs> who was doing the class action lawsuit messaged everyone and like sent out like like physical mail to people saying do not uh sign up for like the the like settlement lawsuit wait you will get more money i was like all right and then i got more money hell yeah yeah i i started after that 
when I started, they were giving a bonus for not missing any days and being on time every day for like so many months. And then I was late by like two minutes because it wasn't the clock and thing wasn't loading. Oh, that um, that's not on you, but we we yeah, do not yeah. have time to talk shit about that old yeah. place. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's a perfect segue to lead like into some Chicago talk. Oh. Because um, I know you guys worked at this company in Chicago, and this is where you guys met. Yes. Is that correct? Uh-huh. That is correct. Right on. I'm going to start with, um, with James, because I kind of know your story already. Um, I know you moved to Chicago from Muskegon. What year mm-hmm. did you move? I think it's the same as Corwin, 2015. Yup. Uh-huh. Same right. as Nicole as well. Well, you and Nicole were kind of like <laughs> yeah, a package I deal, know. right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, why Chicago? Why did y'all go there? We went to just like explore. Originally, every time I came here, it w- it was always sucky because the people I went with just wanted to be on the miracle mile and did not want to use public transit. So it was just Mm, walking mm -hmm. miles and miles a day. So then you're exhausted (laughs) at night and then you're Mm -hmm. just around stores that you see in Michigan, but just bigger. So Nicole and I, we were, were very into comedy. So we said, let's go to IO. Let's go to second city. Also let's go to Steppenwolf. Like let's, even though I know that's not comedy, but like, let's immerse ourselves. And we figured out the L and some of the buses and it's so easy people. You just get on Google maps and like, it tells you what to take exactly. (laughs) So it's, it's fine. And you can get a pass for the three-day pass for $15 now. It's good. It's insane. And so we experienced this city and said, let's just move here. We we hate Muskegon. Let's get out of here. And this seems fun. And we were right. It's great. We, you don't need a car. <laughs> How about you, Corin? Where did you come from? I am from a small town outside of Memphis, Tennessee. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, and I came here in 2015, like James. Uh, I came here because I have a degree in theater and there is theater in Memphis, but there's more theater in Chicago. Definitely. Um, and more opportunity for acting. And I wanted to get into voiceover work and uh, things like that. And that's in Chicago. It's not in Memphis. Um, you can only really do voiceover work in Memphis if you are someone big like Morgan Freeman. Um <laughs> That's unfortunate. I, think- I hate that. I hate when I see a commercial with like some millionaire doing the job when it could be some, you know, some improv actor doing it instead. Yeah. Um, so I first visited Chicago in college. Uh, my school did a thing where every summer they would send some, they wouldn't send like a group of uh, students would get together and go to Chicago to go to a second city like workshop week and things like that. Okay. Um, it's an outreach and diversity program that second city does. Uh, so I went to that, um, second city gave me money to do that because I'm very poor. Um, (laughs) and I was like, I'm poor and gay, help me. And they were like, yeah, sure. Um, thank you, Chicago. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Second city. Uh, so I did a, you know, that workshop for a week. Uh, fell in love with the city. We stayed in a hostel in Greek Town. Um, took the L everywhere. Went to shows. Did all that stuff. It was great. Sweet. Um, same summer, I went and performed in an off Broadway like festival thing uh, in New York. 
um new york was so full of trash and dirty <laughs> and hot <laughs> and i after graduating was like all right new york or chicago it's chicago by a mile hell chicago yeah by many miles um so that's that's why i decided chicago and I that's came a success here. story that's great you said you yeah. went to a bunch of shows and a bunch of culture like what kind of bands um have you seen in chicago bands not or much. perform uh, or performances i should say performances i've been to a lot of the theaters um a lot of the black boxes i don't even know all the names of the theaters that i've been to you've um, been to the corn like theater stuff <laughs> not the corn theater um there's a lot of storefront in chicago or there was yeah. before the pandemic i haven't ventured much into it since the pandemic um but yeah, I've, I've been to a lot of stuff. I've been to Steppenwolf a few times. I've been to some Second City shows. Uh, I haven't been able to go to an I.O. show, um, but I did I did classes with people that were um, also doing classes at I.O. and stuff like that. Uh, I've been to the Annoyance. Uh, I've been to the Laugh oh, Factory. Um, did you ever... music? Uh, did that? you ever go to the shithole? <laughs> no, I okay, never went dang. to the shithole. Man, the shithole ruled... <laughs> Who have you seen there in the shithole? It was it was just like up and coming showcase places. It it was in originally it was in a garage, then it was in backyards, then it was for a long time was just in someone's like at like attic apartment space. Okay. Yeah. And Incredible. man, it ruled. It was just <laughs> 40 people packed into this small room and just stand up after stand up after stand up just like killing killing i only ever saw one person bomb there and i went so <laughs> many times that person just thought he was better than everyone else and just sucked <laughs> shit. so we're doing like chicago comedy and stuff so you guys haven't seen any any live music or any um any type of that type of stuff in chicago not just, really local i've seen hosher here um Hey. I've seen Beyonce. I <laughs> my friend got tickets to Taylor Swift and brought me. Um, oh, so I've seen some like big artists here. Yeah, that's what I was asking about. Exactly. Yes. Um. um so Beyonce, Hoosier, and who would you? Taylor Swift. What year I did you see Taylor? Taylor? Swift. Uh, like within the last couple of years. I whenever she was here last time. Oh, year, fantastic! I saw it during that. Dang. And speaking yeah, of Hoosier, you know, in my, in my plugs, me and Lindsay covered a Hoosier song, and James just finished mixing it for us. That's Did a that wild him? coincidence. I love him. I saw him at the uh, the Riviera um, up in Uptown. Uh, I okay. used to live up there, and then when I moved, uh, he came, and so I, you know, ventured in a little Uber up there to see him and ate at <laughs> my favorite uh, Mexican spot right up there. It was great. Was this a bigger club? Was this like an arena, stadium, or a club? No, it's like a it's a smaller venue. It's like great. it's yeah, it's it's a pretty small venue. The Aragon Aragon is like right there around the corner, and the Aragon I think is bigger. I um, saw front bottoms at the Aragon, maybe like right before <laughs> pandemic, and okay. it was great. And Nicole and I, as adults, we both we we went. We watched it, and they they were the it was double headlining. It was them and Manchester Orchestra, and sweet, yeah. We were like, you want to know what? 
We don't need to. We we don't know any Manchester Orchestra. We're just gonna leave. We saw yep. like the great, like one of our favorite bands as a couple, the Front Bottoms. Yeah, let's just get out of here. Uh, I've done that so many times myself. Yes, and it was amazing. We were like home before ten. <laughs> I know uh, Avenged Sevenfold has been there, and Troy Sivan has been there. I wasn't able to see either one because that was when I was like you know doing theater as my primary income and very broke um and yeah the venues up there are great if you want to go see a show um at the aragon or the riviera um especially during the summer um and especially if it's like a larger show i don't know if they do it anymore since the pandemic but there used to be a lot of like street carts with uh tacos and stuff okay um those things are delicious the most delicious tacos you'll have in the city um <laughs> go there during a show bring cash buy you a little plate of tacos it's great beautiful it's funny you mention avenge sevenfold because i know they're not from chicago i know that they're from huntington beach california because i'd re i'm getting ready to play a game with you guys about different bands from chicago i did the exact same thing with um with heather just for fun i looked up um 15 bands from huntington beach California and they were all every one of those bands are all like you know wallet chain uh it's it's like the offspring Avenged Sevenfold it's like every band is exactly like that that's all sublime they're all from Huntington Beach that's just how it goes I interesting there's one local act that I saw opening for someone who I used to love, but they canceled themselves. They are a bad person, but they're working on themselves. I don't know. They <laughs> haven't been in the scene for, since 2020. Uh, I saw this dude, Paul Cherry, open at not the Beat Kitchen. Maybe it was the Beat Kitchen. Uh, and it was one of the most wild experiences this dude all dressed it's paul cherry he's, has long hair and he's dressed in like this like fancy suit that's full that's just covered in like cherry print like cherries and i was like man this is great For, like two or three songs in all of a sudden from like the side door out walks this other dude who looks like paul cherry and he starts like throwing the singer paul cherry around and he like throws him off stage and then like he takes his jacket and like puts it on and he <laughs> like looks at his band grabs the mic and he's like you you didn't notice that i that wasn't me and it wasn't it like they did this bit where it was like an imposter paul cherry then paul cherry says all right let's get into it and they just they throw it down and paul cherry I immediately fell in love with him. He was, <laughs> he then did another show at subterranean that Nicole and I saw and was able to talk to him. He, he makes such beautiful, like loungy music. It's so mm -hmm. good with like a little bit of like punk rock edge to it, but Ooh, baby, that's real good. Also at subterranean <laughs> saw don't stop or we'll die. And the sloppy boys. Oh baby. I would have loved to have been at that show. That sounds amazing. Uh -huh. How Man, was that? Did the you sloppy talk to boys. Guys? Uh, what? I'm asking you two questions at the same time. How was that, James? <laughs> the sloppy boys should have closed the show. There's just no Ooh. way in hell you can follow the sloppy boys because I'm they are just—they're yeah. just doing their like hypest songs 
back to back to back to back to back. <laughs> They're not doing any like low energy songs. No, it's just the bangers you want to hear. So when you leave, you're like never thinking, oh, I wish they played that. No, they played what you wanted to play. <laughs> So they do all that, and then and then Paul and uh, and Mike come out, and they kind of bring the crowd down a little bit. With, yeah, uh, you know, I mean, their stuff is great, but yes. it's not exactly like you know party music. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you, it's oh man, that that's really good. So Paul Cherry is probably the the best act that I've seen besides that, that one dude that canceled himself. There was <laughs> Dorian Electra. Do either of you know who that is? Mm-mm. Um, no. You you guys should both listen to Dorian Electra. Very good. They're awesome. Uh, they I found out about them because they were doing a character in Paul Cherry videos, Don Bogman, who owned a Buick dealership. And I was like, oh, what, like, who is this character? This has to be like a comedian. But no, it was Dorian Electra, who also was the art director and then director for Paul Cherry's videos. And now is just like headlining tours in like small stadiums. So I unfortunately, I unfortunately missed out on seeing them in like a small venue, Mm -hmm. but uh, they're uh, what Sodom and Gomorrah is a really good song. The ode to the clitoris is really good. (laughs) It's, it's It's like they started out doing like way back in the day, like educational stuff, but like cool educational stuff, then trans uh, uh, transformed into more like sexual education stuff. Hence the like, Ode to the clitoris or like a song about high heels and how like they evolved (laughs) from like being a fancy thing, then kind of laying dormant, then came back into style with porn stars. It's very good. And now just (laughs) makes, makes debaucherous songs. So good. And boy, Oh boy. Uh, the Sodom and Gomorrah. I think it's the Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, one of the newest videos. Uh, don't watch with your friend because you're going to say, you need to leave. Get out of here. This is <laughs> well, I watch this alone. You need, you need to watch it alone. Uh-huh. You need some private time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to get on to our Chicago quiz now, James. Um, and Corwin. And Corwin. No, Corwin, you're not invited. It's just me and James. James is going <laughs> to win this anyway. I, I've i been thinking about it all day. I'm like, James James for music versus me? It's no you'd question. Be su- James. You'd be surprised because I asked James about a lot of stuff. I'm like, James, you surely know about such and such. And he doesn't. So, I mean. Yeah, sorry I didn't know Gibby Haynes. <laughs> 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 so, um, I'm okay. We're, we're, we're big boys here. So I, I don't think we have to do like any kind of rules or anything like that. I think I'm just going to play a song for you fellows. You were talking about education, James, this is going to be an educational exercise and that's how I'm getting away with doing this. I'm educating you guys about all this great music coming from Chicago. We got a wide variety of genres, wide variety of diversity here. So I, I think you guys will probably at at the very least recognize these artists and songs from movies and TV shows and commercials and things like that. Because you guys, you know, y'all pick the city to live in. It's the number three city. I looked up the top cities in America. You guys are number three. You get the bronze medal. It's like Los, I think it's New York, Los Angeles, Chicago. I'm over here. Yes. I thought it was Duluth, Kalamazoo, Chicago. (laughs) 
Well, yeah, that's around my side of the list. list. (laughs) I'm I'm down here in Richmond, Virginia, and we are in the double digits. So we're not in the triple digits. We're number 99, but, you know, that's where we stand. So I'm looking at bands in Richmond, Virginia. They're not quite as popular, not quite as diverse as Chicago bands. So I think this is going to be a lot of fun. I hope it will be a lot of fun. What so, is like it? I, it's it's Guar and then the Neptunes. <laughs> the Neptunes are from <laughs> Virginia, but not Richmond, Virginia. Okay, They're from Newport it. News. Uh, <laughs> there's there's more than just Guar. We got we got we got Pat Benatar as well. Okay. But for you, but for you guys, what I'm saying about the rules, I'm planning on just playing this playing these songs and just allowing you guys just to shout out if you know what the answer is. No have no ringing in, nothing like that. Just yes, James. Oh, no, he was. Yeah, give, I can't do one. Give of the example of bringing it in. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so, um, yeah, what we're looking for is the name of the artist and the name of the song, and so you get a point, one point for each. Is how we're okay. going to do this. So, I'm going to go ahead and get us started out. Are you guys ready? Yes. Yes. All righty, just shout it out as soon as you might know it. Oh. Do you know what it is, Corwin? You're bobbing along there. Um, I've heard the song. Could not tell you the artist. Could not okay, tell me, you the song name. I'm trying to turn it down, but what's happening is it's just um, stopping. So I'm just going to tell y'all over top of this. 2005, 42 weeks at number one. These guys are from the Willamette District of Chicago. Two-time Grammy winners. Pete Wentz on bass. Oh, That's oh, uh, Fallout Boy. It is Fallout Boy. James gets one point. Up Anybody down know the, the name river. of the song? I'm going to fade this out, guys. I'll be honest. If you didn't say Pete Wentz, I never would have gotten it. Maybe <laughs> I would have like, started then, like once I hear, like I would have said uh, My Chemical Romance first, and then I would have right. eventually gotten to Fallout Boy. <laughs> That's so funny because that is the easiest one, and my mind immediately went blank. I was like, I don't know a single band name. <laughs> I was like, I listened to this song every day in high school. Yep, yep. Um, and cannot tell you the band name. Or the uh, song and name. And we got the song title. Is, uh, oh, um, Perfect Gun Pull It. <laughs> no, it's... Uh, Squeeze the Trigger. It's not Sugar, We're Going Down. It's exactly Sugar, We're Going Down. That's exactly yes! what it is. <laughs> we're going out pointy for the boys. Okay. <laughs> Fun yeah. fact about that song specifically, if I yeah. can segue into it. Of course. That in, in like middle school, high school, when it came out, uh, for me, is uh, my friend and I played Neopets. And on her page, she had a little song quiz, and that was the answer to the song quiz. Oh, me and, and her I got on the it. same page. Awesome. Yeah, y'all are the same age as my son. Caleb has Caleb was all in his Neo Pets as well. He had an array of those. I remember Crazy. Neo Neo Pets when it started. I was in fourth grade, and someone like came to our school to like hand out brochures and like put up posters of Neopets to <laughs> advertise to kids. It's insane that they did that in the school and the school that's allowed insane. it. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's insane. <laughs> uh-huh. 
All right, this next one was a 1996 song. Let's get going with it. That's your first clue, 1996. And it has a slow intro, so let's see. I can't control where they start. I wish I could. Did you hear anything yet? Not yet. Let's try again. There we go. Misery. I know this song. The song was written in 1996. Record of the year. This is the band biggest hit at number 12. And they hung out at the Cabaret Metro. If y'all know where that is. In Chicago. I do. Doesn't mean I know the song. I'm going to fade it out. The music's oh, louder than you are, James. So I can't, I can't hear you over top of the music. <laughs> oh, it wasn't misery or ministry, was it? It was not ministry. Dang <laughs> or <it>. misery. <laughs> Anything from you, Corwin? Um, I can tell you that it's a song that was probably on One Tree Hill. That's exactly um... right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the name of the band or the song. I mean, I do know the name. If as soon as you say the name of the band, I'm like, oh yeah, of course that's their name. But stained. Okay, their name. Are you are you looking at um Chicago bands right now? No, James? no, I don't think stains from the Sexperience, none the richer. Sixpence, none the richer. <laughs> this band is called the Smashing Pumpkins, led by Billy oh, Corgan. Oh, that's yes. Smashing Pumpkins. Then what? Yes. Oh yeah, I'm gonna smash pumpkins to that. No, get out of here, Billy Corrigan. That was during their wistful era. Give them a break. They were old and wistful at the time. They had to like change. You know how it goes. I guess. Butter's <laughs> upset. Right. I was screaming. That's our cat. So right. far, we're doing terrible on this quiz. We got oh, one point each. That's one. not terrible. It's not terrible at all. All right, this next song is Phoebe Bridger's walkout music when she performs live. Let's hit it. Oh, I thought. I disturbed. Down disturbed. with the sickness. Down with the sickness. Yeah. I've sampled. Same I've tried it. to sample this so many times. <laughs> yep, this song has been featured in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, South Park, Dawn of the Dead, Queen of the Damned, Superstore. Number four in the world, Disturbed, Down With The Sickness. It's a great song. It so the reason, is okay. the reason why I've tried sampling this so many times in high school is oh, I was wow. on, K, on KYP, Kill Yourself Productions, and right. their thing was like The Sickness. They were always like, d like the, <laughs> so I was like, oh, if I sample that, that just, it's perfect. Never could though, probably could now. Definitely could now, wouldn't cost oh, you yeah. hardly anything. <laughs> No, I, we wouldn't. You just put it out for free. <laughs> well, the Hoosier song, I, I beg forgiveness and I'm paying all the fees and stuff like that. So I'm doing it the right way. Oh, really? Yeah, really. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's already cost me like $75. Oh, well. That's the cost. Does that include my fee as well? <laughs> yes, it does. Oh, that's not that much. Nah, yeah, not that's, really. That's not bad. I was expecting like hundreds of dollars. Oh no, no, they make it really easy for us. But um, that's that's not what we're here for. I'm gonna go to the next song if y'all don't mind. I think y'all know this one. I think this is a giveaway. Eye of the Dragon. 
I am the tiger. Oh, y'all both said it at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving y'all both a point. Who's the band? Queen. Nope. No. No? They're from England. Uh-huh. England. Um, yeah, I don't know the name of the it's band. Some, it's, uh, is it like the blank band? No. 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 It's a rocker. It's is a band it called, yes. Thin Lizzy? Um, it's not. Here, I'll, I'll say the facts, and then after I say the facts, I'll say the name of the band. Song was featured in the movie Rocky, Cats and yes. Dogs, Big Hero 6. It's from 1982. One billion streams on Spotify, guys. Oh. The band is called Survivor. What? Survivor. That's what it is. <laughs> James is yeah. mad at that. <laughs> yeah. I am Survivor. <laughs> the, yeah. The fun thing about this is that I just don't know band names. Same. Um, <laughs> or I don't know song titles because I get or song get, titles. Oh, lyrics. So the only like, <laughs> With the, what what was that Fall Out Boy song? The Fall Out Boy song, I only knew that one because of the song quiz from Neopets. And then this uh, one, Sugar I Sugar We're Going Down, so yeah. I, see, when I say, I don't know of that as Sugar We're Going Down, it's like, can, can in the river, stop, drop, <laughs> rolling. Like, I don't know s- lyrics, so I would never know that Sugar We're Going Down swinging. Is to me, in my head, anytime I hear the song, it's just, just another notch in your bedpost, sugar, we're going down again. That's, oh, okay. Those are the lyrics. And that's Is that? That goes in my head every time the song starts. Um, <laughs> so, the only words yeah. I know is like the first is like the first verse. And after that, I don't know any of it. But I know the first verse really well. But after that, I just kind of like am mumbling along. That's all I got. But anyway, y'all ready for the next one? Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this? Gong, gong, gong. This is going to be a slow intro. I, don't, I wish I could skip ahead, but I can't. So here we go. Finn Lizzy. Sticks? Sticks it is Sticks. Here. James yeah, has got the sticks. What's the song called, James? <sighs> mama. Boom, boom, boom. It's not Mama. <laughs> They're from the Roseland area of Chicago. This is the Pittsburgh Steelers theme song, 1979. Oh, shit. Yeah, they always they talked about this on Who Charted that for some weird reason this comes out to their their music. That's right. Yep. Not a number one USA song, but it was it's number one in on, Canada. It's also on Supernatural. Yeah, what's right? on, what do I have it on here? I have it on Ozark, Freaks and Geeks, Ash vs. Evil Dead. That's all I saw. I thought it was on, isn't it? Is it Wanted Man? Um, is it? <laughs> I better turn this off. You're going to guess every lyric. <laughs> uh, is it Wanted? Um, no, it's, isn't it? Isn't it the intro to Supernatural? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Supernatural. Mm-mm. Dang it. I was just no. going out on a limb. Maybe they no, say Supernatural in there. It's called a renegade because we love renegades. No, I ah. guess because when they started talking about renegade on Who Charted, I was like, exactly. oh, the Jay-Z song? <laughs> <laughs> but no, they were like, it sticks. I was like, oh, okay, I have no idea. Then they played it. I was like, okay, I know that. And then what, like, the beginning sounds like, oh, it's about to be a hype, but then it just kind of goes into, like, power punk pop shit, you know? <laughs> Not in a bad way, but... 
Well, speaking of which, I think this next song, I kind of expect one of you, one or both of y'all to know this one. So I'm going to Finn play Lizzie. This. <laughs> no? Oh, uh, Never uh, heard uh, this. Oh, Corwin's on the, on the brisk. He's on the brink. Is it? It's. Let me get out Shazam. Off. Uh, That's close. It's not, yeah. but it's close. Oh, I also listened to this all the time in high school. I know, I know. I figured both of y'all did. <laughs> I loved it. hardcore rap music and like G.G. Allen. <laughs> I've never heard this song it's in my not... life. Oh, wow. Okay. Smashing really? Pumpkin. No, never. It's so good. Um... And I always have to like search through a bunch of uh, a bunch of like famous uh, songs prevalent of the time to find their name. Um, it's is it? It's not. Heights? It's not Creed. Um, no. Um, Pod. It's not. Oh, I give up. I will All not right. find their name. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were close with the off. It's Rise Against. Rise song Against. Is... Yes. Awesome. Savior, pop punk heroes from Chicago. They're from the uh, where? Are they, what area are they from? Oh, they didn't give me an area where they're from. But at any rate, Brandon Barnes on drums. He's my brother, of course. Uh, Fat Records. You you listen to some artists on Fat Records, right, James? I don't know. Sorry. My sister listened Fair. to stuff like that, so uh, I would hear it through osmosis, but I've never... Right. Is, is Rise Against a Christian band? No, they're not. Oh, okay. Okay. Very, very anti-establishment, anti and they're great. Okay. Next one, James. I think you... Uh, Twista. <laughs> possibly Twista. Soon I discover it's a spoken word intro. Gotta love that. But... This song has been featured in tons of stuff. I'll tell you what. Ministry. Um, it's Ministry. That's correct. Yes! The song That's hilarious. Been, this song was written as a moronic meathead heavy metal tune. I just assumed that like industrial bands would have an intro like this. Corwin, any ideas here? I've never heard this song in my life. That voice know. that we heard at the beginning, James, and the singer of this song, we're about to hear the singer right now. Can you take a wild guess, James, who might be singing lead vocals on this song? It's a Is wild it Mars? Guess. The Mars from the, the rap group Dark Lotus? <laughs> no. Okay, because he was in this band. He was. Ministry has a huge turnover rate. There's yeah. like 45 ex-members of the band. This guy rivals Gigi Allen when it comes to being a gigantic asshole who's out of control. I swear yeah. to God. The, the reason I, oh, the, it's the only reason I know about Ministry is finding, uh, like researching Mars. He was in the okay. original uh, Tales from the Lotus Pod album that the, it's Insane Clown Posse, Twisted, Blazy Dead Homie, and the sixth member was Mars. In that red album, if you hear people talk about that album, they'll always talk about the red version, because that one is superior. He left the group. He was like, there was bad business being had. Of course, it's Insane Clown Posse. And 
uh, they just re-dubbed, they took off all his verses and put ADK on it, Anybody Killa. And like, his verses are fine, but fuck, Mars was the best rapper in that group. So it sucks, but he started out at, he wanted to get into music, so he just kept pestering a, a recording studio in the area. And they just eventually got, like, gave him, like, an assistant engineer job, just like a runner. And then eventually, like, Ministry came in, and he was like, yeah, I can play guitar. And he just started playing guitar on their, their stuff. That's neat. I, I think that's kind of how most people come in and out of Ministry, is just by random happenstance, kind of like that. Like, people come into Al Jorgensen's radar. He gravitates to them, like, you can help me. And then he pushes them away with like his arrogance and his uh, I don't know his 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 work met his work method. It'd be so funny if next time I'm on this podcast, when you know episode one of season three comes out, I'm like, yeah. So Steve, I kept this from you, but like I was in ministry. <laughs> <laughs> I was at I was at the comic book store, and dude came in just being like, does anyone know anything about mixing? And I was like, I do. <laughs> well we never um revealed who uh we never revealed the name of that song did y'all know what that song is called by any chance uh-uh was it was it les claypool <laughs> that's that a person like not a name of the song but um jesus built my hot rod is what that was okay. called would have never guessed i didn't <laughs> think so never never guessed all right this next one is probably from more of my of my what? parents or my grandparents' era, but let's hit Wait, let's real hit quick. It. Yes. Who sang on the song? Oh, yeah. Um, James, what what singers do we love to talk about and goof about 100% of the time? You and uh, I. Gibby Haynes? Gibby Haynes from the Butthole Servers. That is Whoa. him singing lead vocals on that song. <laughs> I thought he was a drummer. <laughs> no, no. He's, he's a front man. He's a singer. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, next one. Like I said, this is this is from before my time as well, but I mean, it's a song everybody knows. At least I think so. Featured in tons of TV shows and movies. 1964. King of Soul right here. That's a clue. Anybody know who the King of Soul is? James he was, Brown. <laughs> he was shot by his manager in his hotel room. Oh, Marvin Gaye. Mm, Marvin Gaye, no? Buddies with Marvin Gaye. Um, he's got 20 top 10 hits. Wendell Phillips Academy is where he hangs out. Anybody know the name of the song? They just said it. Nobody? It probably rhymes with trigonometry, so Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> that was Sam Cooke with his song, Wonderful World. Um, that was featured in 12 Monkeys, Animal House, Finding Dory, The Good Place, Lethal Weapon, a hundred more other movies. It's been in everywhere. A lot of movies, a yes. lot of shows. You guys got I, a lot of you guys got a lot of huge artists in Chicago because almost every one of these people is like a Grammy winner or a number one hit or a huge influence. Like this next guy. Let's go ahead and get to this next guy. This is another person well before even my grandparents' time. Twista. Twista, you know it. Yes. <laughs> Y'all hearing anything? Now we are. Yes. And now you don't. Oh, now we it. aren't. Well, you heard a blues riff, so <laughs> start a guessing, <laughs> boys. Blues Brothers? <laughs> Not the Blues Brothers. Well before the Blues Brothers. This is the father of the blues right here. 
Influenced Led Zeppelin, The Who, the first artist to be signed on Columbia Records. The first. 1954. The father of the electric guitar. Steve, you talking is not letting me be able to concentrate. <laughs> it's color commentary for the audience, James. Like, it's on the tip of my tongue. That's the I shitty know. thing. It's, this is hard. I know. I know. It's so obvious, too. Muddy Waters. I, mm, mm, no. <laughs> yes, it's Muddy Waters. <laughs> Wait, it is? Good job, yes. <laughs> oh, thank God. Anybody want to take a, a stab at the name of the song? Go for it. It's probably like something blues. It's something man. Oh. <laughs> Blues man. <laughs> it's the hoochie coochie man. Hoochie okay. Man. Amazing. I can no longer go to Beale Street after not getting that. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I, pr I mean, in, in y'all's defense, if I was in the hot seat, I probably would not be able to get that either. So, like, I, some of these things are so obvious, they're hard. I mean, I know how it is. Rappers. Everyone in the comments is going to be like, what the fuck? Why aren't you getting these? They're so easy. And I'm like, I know. I know the songs. I've heard them. All right. Next one up. Another huge Grammy winner. Actually, 24 Grammys. Jeez. Finn oh. Lizzie. Nope. 24 Grammys. Oaklawn area of Chicago is where he grew up. Oh, we're just a when, single person. That's a clue. <laughs> that's correct. It is a single person. Should have cut some of this intro, man. I can't. I can't. I wish I could, yeah. but I can't. That's just how this thing goes. Is, I'd love to be able to. Is Jan the, Stevens. He was a long boy. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Common? What'd you say, James? Common? No. Okay. Not, okay. 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 Okay, guys, get ready. Okay, get ready to start shouting. He snatched one MTV Movie Award from the hands oh, of Taylor Kanye. Swift. Kanye. Oh. <laughs> that was. I okay. was like, is it? I was trying to decide if it was Kanye or um, Chance the Rapper. Right. I just. Yep. I, was like, I don't. I know all of Kanye's songs, and I don't know all of Chance's songs. Well, that was the one that I, that I could. The way I go through this list, I didn't describe to you guys. I did a much better job of like describing this to Nate and uh, Lindsay when we did this before. But I went through multiple lists to try to figure out like which one song like personifies each artist. So that's why I chose that song because it's it's a 2014 song called Runaway. It's not his most like you know popular song, but it's the song that everybody identifies with. It's like that one piano note is featured in a lot of stuff, and it's yeah. You know. I just it's just the piano note. <laughs> I just assumed you weren't going to put him on the list, but okay. Yeah, I, I was mean, waiting the whole time to hear Kanye on the list because I was like, he's gonna put him on the list. He's well, my next list. my next clue was he's a proclaimed producer, fashion designer, and dickhole. 
so I liked uh, Jesus Walks, and that's the only song I have ever liked of his. Sure, that's fair. I, I got College Dropout, and that was the first time I ever thought, wow, I wasted money on an album. <laughs> See, I heard Jesus Walks when it came out. I didn't like it. I thought it was lame. Um, I didn't like Kanye for the first couple of albums. It wasn't until much later that I started. I think it was probably... Um, and it wasn't Life of Pablo. I think it. I think it was 808 and Heartbreak is the one that I that I started getting into him. Doesn't matter. I don't like him anymore. He sucks. We can all agree on that, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he's always sucked. <laughs> so is Heather. She's in your camp. So she's made fun of me and Charlotte for like even putting his songs on our playlist, which we do. I got to admit, I hate it, but they're there. All right. Next guy is also a Grammy winner. Let's see what we got. Common. Common. That's our boy. What's the song called, James? I don't know. <laughs> don't stop. <laughs> what I'll say about Common, this is interesting. He's almost an EGOT. He's won an Emmy, a Grammy, and a Oscar. But he has Common's not won. But... Just two months ago, he joined the cast of a Broadway play. It's an obvious move that he's trying to be an EGOT dude. And I don't even know, how did Common achieve this? He's mediocre in everything. I don't understand Whoa. how he's an EGOT Whoa. dude. Hold yes, on. Hold okay. on. Please, he, he like, needs someone to defend him. Uh, he's a fantastic rapper and storyteller. W watch your mouth, okay, sir? <laughs> Can you give me I some examples of some some good rapping and storytelling? I don't listen to him often, but I know he's good. Just like, you know, like I don't listen to Wu-Tang. They're not for me. But like, actually, I'd rather listen to Common than Wu-Tang. Uh, I can't I can't agree with any of that. And I say he's mediocre, but these are my notes I wrote about Common, okay? Um, this song was called by VH1, the greatest hip-hop song ever. He's a oh, pioneer yeah, yeah. in conscious hip-hop. He's created according to about.com. This song has the fattest beat ever constructed. <laughs> 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 I from, think Oscar in. Um, I couldn't tell you that. I just wrote down that he had three grammars and that he has a E-G-O, e but not a T. <laughs> Hold on, three I'm pulling. Grammars. And what's his Emmy in? I'm pulling those up right now. Uh, I think that was... um. It had to have been. Uh, no, it couldn't have been the most it recent was one. Silo. For, it was for outstanding original music and lyrics in 2000. Why isn't it hyperlinked, guys? Whoever's running his, whoever's running his Wikipedia, please. And wh where's his all his other stuff? Oh, Academy Awards. He best original song for uh, Glory with John Legend for Selma. I mean, Academy Awards doesn't matter <laughs> for the EGOT. Wait, the Academy no, that... Awards does matter for award ceremonies. Oh, no, it's, oh, no, no. It's great, the, the Oscars. EGOT, it it's Oscars. No, oh. no, that, that's the Academy Awards is the Oscars. Yeah. Yeah, I'm dumb. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not. You said he has a, <laughs> a Grammy. Why isn't his Grammy up as well? Three Grammys. 
What's his Emmy? That's what my research said. Well, James oh, told us I, the Emmy. Okay, here's the Grammy. He's, yes, he's won multiple of those. Yeah, let me find his Emmy. <laughs> why this was. Um, Common Emmy Award. He won a primetime for uh, outstanding original music for his song Letters to the Free for the uh, Netflix documentary 13th from 2017. Okay, but what's his uh, Teen Choice Award? His Teen <laughs> Choice Award. He actually has a Teen Choice Award. Oh my God. He was nominated for uh the fight scene in in john wick chapter two with keanu reeves <laughs> i had no I idea we'd that. be discussing common so much i just figured we just blaze past i had no idea we'd be discussing this much about common i mean you dissed him and james had to step yeah up. And then I, I guess uh, and then i mean i, I also i i'm sorry <laughs> I completely switched up Academy Awards with Golden Globes. Um, it's like Golden Globes doesn't matter, but okay. Let's see if yeah. he's won a golden. Yeah, he has. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Has he won? He won again for Glory. That's what, <laughs> hey, you know, hey, if you're winning the Golden Globe, that might be what the, how the Emmys and Oscars are going. I mean, I do. I don't mind being proven wrong. I, I think my opinion is wrong about a lot of things, and my opinion about Common is obviously wrong. But I stand by it. I don't. He does zero for me. Let's get to the next artist. That let's see if they do anything for me. Uh, they're they're mediocre. This one is also a Grammy winner. I'm going to say this before we get started. Fourteen Grammys. This song itself has won a Grammy that we're about to hear. It won five MTV Music Awards in 1983. This person is a pioneer of jazz funk fusion, so we can blame him for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He grew up in the Hyde Park area. Let's hear his song. This is an instrumental, by the way. There's gonna be no vocals. Oh, this is a this is a groundbreaking tune that brought rap to the forefront. 1983, from Chicago. Chicago native, Hyde Park. I'll go ahead and zoom out now. Oh man, I I know he's probably also a house DJ, and I I <laughs> like if you had asked me this last summer, I probably would. Is it DJ something? No, it's a uh, it's he's not. a ja he's a jazz guy. He's uh, Herbie Hancock. Herbie Hancock with his song Rocket. Yep. <laughs> I have heard of him. Oh, That's... nobody gets. I was getting ready to write down points for James for no reason. Why was James I about gets all the points? James <laughs> is gonna dominate this game. Well, so far it is eight to three. So Corbin, you do have three. You're not doing terrible. You have gotten some here. How so. many more do we have left? One, two, three, four, five. Okay, so you could win if you get either, you could tie if mm -hmm. you just get one of the points and I get none, but you could win if you just get the song title and the band. All right, good based, on, based on the genres that you've known, Corwin, you got a good chance here. So here we go. I'll say before we get started, 1996, this is a number five hit song. Uh, these guys would hang out in the Zion area. This song has been featured in America's Funniest Home Videos. Wow. Here we go. Oh, 
Wrong one. <laughs> Herbie Hancock. <laughs> James got it. <laughs> thin Lizzy. No Thin Lizzies. Thin Lizzy's from Chicago, I right? I have no idea. I don't think so. I, they didn't come up in my research. Who am I thinking of then? This is one of those songs where they don't actually say the name of the song. Um, any any yeah. guesses, guys? I mean, I'm like fairly sure I played the song on Rock Band once or twice <laughs> or like a million yeah, times, <laughs> but I cannot tell you the name of the band or the song. Um, James, anything? Oh, no. Is Thin Lizzy... Uh... <laughs> I think they're British. I really the do. Jailbreak? Yeah. Then who who's the band that Jimmy Pardo's always talking about? Not Chicago. No idea. There's another like Thin Lizzy type band that I. It's not Ario Speedwagon. Not Sticks. Maybe it is Sticks. I think only you know James. Only you know the yeah, answer to this. Know. I'm sorry. And I think Thin Lizzy's from Ireland. All right, this next one's another big one. Okay, this song Wait, is in the. Wait, you, yeah, you didn't say. Oh, sorry. Okay, yeah, gotta give the boys credit. Local H. And the song is called Bound for the Floor. Oh, dude. Local H, Bound for the... I would have never gotten that. Uh -uh. I'm pretty sure I've never heard their name before in my life other than clicking the song on Rock Band to play it. Uh, or I, I love that. Or whatever it was. I love that comic book, Dial Local H for Hero. <laughs> <laughs> this next one, you have, might have a better chance of knowing. This song actually is in the Library of Congress, 1972. Um, this person has been described as a gentle genius. They're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame from the north side of Chicago. Let's go. The Beastie Boys. <laughs> the Beastie Boys sampled this. Yes. <laughs> Think about black exploitation films from the 70s. Jackson Brown. He's a white dude. Oh, this really? Not a white dude. What's that? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> that sweet, nice voice. Who was that? I only, it's its Beastie Boys. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought of, too. That's Superfly by Curtis Mayfield. Of course, famously sampled by the Beastie Boys. And featured in the film Superfly. And I've seen that movie, I think. I I theoretically could have gotten that one. I was thinking somebody might grab it. I was thinking somebody might grab it. All right, this next one has gotten, okay, it's a one billion streamer, so it's a popular song now. In the Library of Congress, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, one more time, one of these songs. Six Grammys, what's it gonna be? Do you right. remember? Somebody had it. Was it was it Corwin? No, no, somebody's uh, it's that line that they just said. The yeah. something September is the name of the song, right? Yes, that's right. Corwin um, got it. And who is this? Earth, wind, and fire. Earth, wind, and fire. Earth, wind, and fire. Who said that? 
That was me. Yay, y'all yeah. I'm like, it, I, I, oh my God. I was like, as soon as he's... James said Earth, Wind, and Fire, I was like, James got it. I can't, I can't just steal it. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I'm like, quieter. <laughs> I'm having to shout over the, the music. <laughs> I'm going to blame uh... Zencaster, not me. How, how's that? <laughs> All right. Um, okay, here we go. Another big one. Another big Grammy winner. Hall of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame once more. Top 10. This is a top 10 band of all time. Let's see if you top 10 band. I'm sorry. If you look at the top 10 bands in America, these guys made it in every list. Chicago. <laughs> Can I play the song? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Is it playing? No. No. Did I get a faulty file? They said James already got it. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Chicago. Chicago. James already got it. Yeah. How about the name of the song, though? Uh, 1955. Close. Is it that one? No, it's not that one. Okay. Nope, not the one you're thinking. Man, Jimmy Pardo always talked about this band. <laughs> hot, hot streets. Hot streets. Is it Fourth uh, of July? Is it Saturday? It is Saturday know. in the park. Corwin, you got it, buddy. <laughs> he only said Saturday. He just said Saturday. Saturday. In the park. Saturday in the park. Close enough for me, buddy. You got it. I'm going to give right, it to so you. We've, we've I'll just take the pity point. <laughs> Canceling each other's stuff out. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Okay. I got two more songs clued up here. Cluedo. Cluedo. All right. Get ready to hit your buzzers or your voices. Me! Pulpit Aesthetic by Marshland Monster. Heck yes, Pulpit this Aesthetic. Does, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. I'm not from like this would technically, even though I don't agree that I'm a Muskegon rapper, I would say more so Michigan. And then I went to Chicago. That's right. From Muskegon to Chicago, this guy hosts eight or more podcasts on the Marshland Media Network. That was Way Marshland more. Media <laughs> with Pulpit Way Aesthetics. More. That song is, that's, I think that was like your most popular song on Spotify. I chose the one that had the most streams. Oh, yeah. So that's what I went with for that one. So, yeah, a little bit of, a little bit of in school stuff. Or on, okay. actually, I can, uh, I can reclaim that. Dark Rooms by Da. That's who I sampled. They are a Chicago band. Oh, man. Hand in hand, Chicago love, brotherly uh -huh. love. Thank you very much. You See, should. I oh, listen to them just I mostly listen to their their lo-fi album that got taken off of Spotify. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it got taken off from Spotify because of a uh, my brother-in-law just streaming it on too many browsers. <laughs> Probably me too. I was streaming it all the time. Oh, no, 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 he no, he had multiple tabs open just streaming it and then they immediately <laughs> oh. removed it. I was like, dude, I didn't tell you to do that. I just said, like, maybe stream it once a day. He's a go-getter, man. Keep him. He's a keeper. Uh, 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 Steve, this is a, a documentary I think you'd like. I think it's still on Tubi. It's called You Weren't There or You Should Have Been There. Uh, it's a Sounds familiar. Punk it's a punk documentary about yeah. Chicago punk scene. 
in like the late 70s throughout the mid 80s it's very good what someone we were watching it and like we saw someone we know in the documentary <laughs> oh that's great stuff that's like when i watched the gore movie i could like see people i knew in there as well that's fun mm -hmm. more stuff for chicago leading us different directions right now the score is 10 to 5 james has 10 corwin has five but you know what this next one is worth six points. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody could win this game. You never know what's going to happen. Six so points. Is so it three for one and three for the other? Or are there six things we could guess? Oh, God damn it, James. Why'd you have to make things complicated like that? <laughs> three points each. Three points okay. for the band. Three points for the song. This band would hang around the Randolph Street Gallery on Milwaukee Avenue. Sound familiar to you? <laughs> I know weird, where Milwaukee is. It's a weird specific like that I got from this band. Um, this song was a number eight hit, kind of an underground sleeper, but in that same vein, 1994. Let's give it a shot. I'll give y'all until the chorus on this one. Because we're going out with a bang. I love this song. Y'all recognize this song? Yeah. James is bowing down. Short leash. <laughs> Seether. What was that, James? Seether. Who said it first, James? James said it first because it's obvious what the name of the song is. That's correct. Based on the lyrics. <laughs> name the song wait. is called Seether. James? Yes. Oh, okay. It was Seether. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Either. Oh, I thought you said see her. I was like, wait, no, is it see her either. or see her? <laughs> nope. Either. You got it in this band for, um, let's see. Uh, I'm just going to keep it with three points, but maybe you can get three more points here, Corwin. This band is named after a character in Willy Wonka. Anybody. <laughs> okay. Famously named after one of the children in Willy Wonka. By Augustus Gloop. Violet them, Beauregard. Nope. Violet Beauregard. Nope. That's all I got. So, Y'all know almost all of them. There's only one left besides Mike Ch TV. It's Charlie? <laughs> it's Veruca no. Salt. Veruca! <laughs> Little Veruca oh. Salt, the shitty girl who loved the squirrels. Or at least in the yeah. new version, anyway. James Corwin was right. You swept this one. You knew more about Chicago than Corwin did, or at least my version of Chicago. When I looked at the Chicago bands from music. Chicago, there was tons of, there was like 200 different musical artists to choose from, and mm -hmm. I gravitated towards these 18 particular ones because they, like, resonated with me. Somebody else might have picked a completely different list. Uh, so it wasn't Thin Lizzy. It was Cheap Trick that I was thinking ah, of. They're from Chicago. <laughs> yeah, they're from they're from Chicago. As and crazy that da when I just googled rock bands from Chicago. Maybe uh -huh. it's because I've you know YouTube them and all that. Da is like in the top like thirty. 
I've never heard of Da, and I didn't Dude. see Cheap Trick when I did my research. I'll send you the Dark Room song by Da. It rules. Okay, I got like I got like some homework after this episode. This is great. I got like a documentary to watch. Got some music to listen to. See, every time a song came up, James would say what James said, but in my head, the answer was always Dolly Parton, um, <laughs> which was impossible. So I was already just not gonna win. Is she a Chicago, is she Chicago native too? No, she's not at all. She's from Tennessee. <laughs> wow. Oh, because you're from Tennessee as well. <laughs> and she is on my mind. Always. She's always on my mind. Always That's on right. my mind. Always on my mind. <laughs> well, Wait, I guess is we've it Carpenters. Yeah. Uh, are Excuse they me? from Chicago? Who did you say? The Carpenters. If they are, I didn't. I, I missed over no, them. I'm, I, they're they're from the south and then California. <laughs> well, I guess we're going to wrap it up. We we achieved what we came here to achieve, which was to update Wheel of Time and to torture you guys with Chicago music. Um, I hope y'all enjoyed yourselves because I really enjoyed putting this together. I liked it. I had a great time. Uh, next time, if we have a Chicago theater uh, quiz, <laughs> I think I would dominate that. Um, I'll pay all like like clips of like uh like stand up and improv people and you gotta identify them by their voice. <laughs> oh my god. Maybe not then. But yes, maybe. Who knows? Well, it's plug time, Corwin. So uh you have any plugs for us while we're on the way out the door? I mean, this movie is gay is on a hiatus, but we'll be back. We'll yes. be back. And also I'm... I will stream again one day at <laughs> twitch.tv slash corwinning. Uh, and my my good bud James has a lot of podcasts and stuff. I've been on a few of them. Uh, one of them, Formulaic, was the most recent one, I think. Technically, so. when does this come out? This comes out uh, Thursday in three days. Hey, guys. Tomorrow on Friday, patreon.com forward slash MLM pod. Corwin is the guest of The City of Townsville Z. Where we're going through every episode of Powerpuff Girls Z, the <laughs> anime adaptation of the Powerpuff Girls. And it was a fun as hell episode. Mm -hmm. Check it out. Wow, I can't wait to hear it. Get to hear all his I, energy again. That's awesome. I think Steve Barnes will probably be on next month. As usual, oh, yeah. I'm always, I'm waiting for the call. I'm like, I'm here. I'm loving podcasting. Have me on. What do you have? Mm -hmm. Did you already do your plugs, James? Did you pop in past Corwin and do them? No, but if you're on that Patreon uh, a week early, you know, because on February 23rd, Dragon Boy Suede and I have another single, the last single before the album comes out. This single is called G.O.D. Goods on Display. It's about fat asses and such. It's the, I think it's our best song that we've done. It's so good. R2 Shelby too, our friend has additional vocals on it. It's, it's a really good time. That is out everywhere. Music is found on February 23rd, but I'm releasing it on Patreon for a, a week early. So on the same Friday, hop over there. You only need to be a dollar patron to get that. And then, uh, Five dollars for all the other stuff, and then listen to my music under Marshland Monster. Listen to my other podcasts, mostly speaking Sentai, Sweaty Time Pro Wrestling, Formulaic, etc. I will vouch for the goods on display. I have heard it. I haven't heard Shelby on it because I heard an earlier version of it. Oh, but I'll vouch it's a banging track that you got to check out in February. I'll send that uh, to you right now. All right. 
Uh, James also helped me with a song. Uh, me and my podcast partner, Lindsay Dunn, did a cover version of Hoosiers in the Woods Somewhere that's slated to be released on March 1st. And uh, I appreciate you helping with that, James. It sounded great. Uh, my other plug, I suppose, is next week for episode 99. Lindsay Dunn will be joining me. We'll be discussing the 2010 German film, The Silence, which was written and directed by Baron Bo Adar, the guy who also co-created and directed 1899 in Dark. You know, we're all into that. So we want to start, you know, ex examining his earlier work. Um, that's it for Sweet Child of Time for this week. Thank you, boys, very much for coming in. I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. And I hope all of you boys always find water and shade and shoes. Bye-bye. Chips Bye. ahoy! <laughs>